You said that at the end of the day that you saw that people's traits like feeling more alive, being more kind, more empathetic, all these different things. Is there any sort of process or way in which instead of us waiting for us to to die that if we could Mm. sort of embody that now whilst we've got the chance oh yeah oh amen guys that is that's i think i don't know if there's a singular point to the work i'm trying to do and others like me uh no i think that is the grand sort of societal calling here is that what's now normal is you defer thinking about death you delay it you distract yourself from it (laughs) because ostensibly it's a it's a negative force it's a drag it'll pull you down um that's bullshit it certainly complicates life to think about death um on some level but no no the, the the tragedy i don't think it's tragic that we die I think it's tragic that we waste a bunch of life while we have it. That's <laughs> that's the tragedy. And folks, it's very it's too common for folks who have led the sort of more distracted life to get to the end and just be loaded with regret with no time to do much about it. That's that's where that's where it's really that's really that's where it gets hard. And because you don't get that time back. So to your point, man, if we could all, and I'm, I'm so grateful for your podcast and for people having these conversations now, is that if we, if we fold mortality, if we fold death into our view of life, if we really in our bones take it in that someday we're going to die, if we let ourselves feel that time is precious we are much more prone to appreciating the time that we have while we had it and coming to the end, not loaded with regret, but instead filled up with joy and having done the work of dispersing your ego. And sure, this body will die, but life will go on. And I'll find immortality through friendships and through connections and other residues that I leave in a life. That's plenty of mortality. I don't need much more than that. But that only comes if you consciously turn your attention to the uh, ephemeral nature of life and that time is precious and that you don't just, yeah, I, I'll, I'll just start repeating myself. I can, I, can, I can leave it at that. So you put your finger on what I hope is the great lesson for all of us and the reason to think about these things earlier, the reason that we wrote this book, etc., is so that we don't come to the end of life surprised that we die and laden with regret. Do you think that that is the great tragedy that we could be lying on our deathbeds full of regrets rather than arriving there with a a battered and bruised body full of full of memories you know we didn't regret not telling the person that we loved that we loved them or yeah. that we took that yeah. trip that we did all these other things which where we chose comfort over maybe the truth or we did these things do you think that that's the greatest tragedy rather than actually dying i certainly do in the end like i say once your body is kind of once your body starts proving that it's it ain't gonna last forever and aches and pains take over and things just ain't working very well and you start realizing there's life outside of your body and this body is gonna go and at some point with enough support um, many people get to a point where they're really done with this body. The, that part, the death in a way, can end up feeling like a relief. 
Um, again, I got to be really careful. It's complicated stuff, and you can't project this onto the dying person. They got to kind of. It's it's up to them. It's another really important caveat in all this is that. You know, thinking about death, ruminating on it, equating our sort of daily losses with little mini deaths so that we get to relate to and get to try to understand death, et cetera. Those are all very good and useful things. And I think we also have to be very careful to defer to the person who's actually doing the dying in our midst. You know, there, there is a distinction to be made there. So I want to make sure to give the dying person that power. I haven't died yet. I don't really know. I've come close. I know some things. I've seen a lot of things, but I don't know everything. So that's a really important caveat on this. And I don't want your listeners to think that, oh, yeah, I'll think about death a little bit and then I'm good. You know, then I'll get to the end of life and everything will feel fine. I'll be done. Eh, it's not that easy. Um, but back to your point, I absolutely like, again, death is not the enemy. In fact, at some point, death is, is for most people welcome. The enemy is, is a wasted life. If, if we need an enemy, let that be the enemy. 